looking for a podcast about nothing, then you are definitely in the right spot. Join Ross Peterson and Mark Charter each week as they discuss life, current events, and the things you are not allowed to talk about at work. Okay, hang on, because here we go. This is Ross and Mark, Jump the Shark. Jump the Shark is sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse can help you save thousands when you sell, and we can help you buy your next home as well. Google Charterhouse to see hundreds of great reviews or learn more about us at charterhouseiowa.com. Now here is the show. I can feel it all the way down in my plum. Leroy! You have no idea, John Olson, what that uh, is in reference to? No, I know not- who that is. I was talking about Leroy Green from The Last Dragon. The man. Last Dragon we got on is the a topic, great movie. We got on the topic of Leroy. Ross is here. Of course I know who Leroy Jenkins is. John Olson's here. Do you know, do you know that that Leroy Jenkins thing was actually a setup? Yeah, I, I remember he finally came that, out that, that, that ruined it for it me. Did, it did it big time because that was a fun thing. Mm-hmm. I knew a Leroy growing up. Went to uh, uh, grew up with Leroy Hawes. I did not. I bet you Leroy. I don't Hawes know. Any, is I don't. I don't know any guy. Leroys. Yeah, Leroy was a real good guy. Yeah, it's like, I, I, is a good guy as far as I know. I was but, having this conversation, I think, with you the other day, Esquandolas. Is that's that's any, Mark? By yes, the way. anybody named Bruce. <laughs> yeah, is Bru- guaranteed to be one hell of a good dude. Really? Bruce and Bruce is like the bang. I would imagine. <laughs> That's 100%, dude. If your name is Bruce, as far as, uh, you're, you're a terrorist in the sheets, man, <laughs> for sure. Hey, hey, before I forget, I don't want to forget this. Oh, oh, we, we have a special birthday, everybody. We do? Let's rock and roll. Oh, this is my favorite part of the day. Whose birthday? Wait a minute. Oh, do you know whose birthday it is? Your Happy birthday. birthday. Not today. Is it Johnny Burns' birthday? No. No, my half birthday was on election day. My birthday is coming up on November 8th, so this is the official My Birthday Show! Special for you. It's your birthday and you're special. I'll be turning 36. So I brought some guanks from the outer guanks zoo. They honk and I'm gonna squawk let it go, and sing just for you. One more time. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to I kind of feel like people happy need the happiness after an election. You're losing listeners. No, they love it, dude. You have no idea how many people have reached out and said, like, what is that song? They love it. They can't get enough of it. They love it. And they need I it. I love it. They song. need it. You know why they need it? it for maybe they need seconds. it because we do not know who the president's going to be <laughs> on January 20th. Remember last week? I told what you. What was your prediction, Ross? My prediction was that when we recorded this podcast this week, we would not know who no, had won the God election. No. And I, I, we are clo- we're Booyah. closer. I'll be honest. We're closer to knowing than I thought we would be. I honestly thought yeah, it would I'm be. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to halt you right there. Okay. I think we're okay. closer to having a number that signifies that one of them has won. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point. I don't think we're going to be closer <laughs> to being... Done at all, Ross, because this is coming down oh, to f- about four states that are all going to be contested. They're all going to have lawsuits filed. They're all going to, and right now, Biden's not the one filing the lawsuits because Biden's looking pretty good. So he's not going to be filing lawsuits. You know, Trump's the one filing the lawsuits. But if it swaps, 
keep in mind, Arizona, we're, we're doing this on Thursday afternoon. Uh, Arizona was called for Biden by Fox News. By Fox News. Nobody else. Uh, pretty early Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah right? 10, yeah. 11 p.m. Ever since then. And CNN, to their credit, to this very minute, has still not given Arizona to Biden. Well, Trump has come back a lot. Trump is coming back. Arizona. His campaign. He's his, down 69,000. They believe now. he's going to win it by 50-something thousand votes. And everything that they've said so far in terms of how the votes are going to start trending his way has been true. Mm-hmm. So the gap in Arizona is narrowing. Uh, Georgia. Trump is losing. Georgia is. in Pennsylvania right now, though. Yeah. Georgia is tighter than Ross's wallet. Um, <laughs> Pennsylvania trending towards Biden, to be honest. Heavily. And if, and if that happens, it's over. It's all she wrote. Uh, North Carolina is another one, but North Carolina seems to be in the Trump category from what most people are saying. Um, I mean, I, we'll know Georgia by the end of the day. So it is still, is it, is it possible for Trump to win? Uh, in my opinion, yes. The odds are against him. He, needs, he, he can't flip Georgia and Arizona, though. Does that make sense? He needs no. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, no, he needs, Georgia's a must-have. Right. He needs for Carolina, sure. and he needs Pennsylvania. What needs to flip either Nevada or Arizona? What, Everybody knows this who's paying halfway attention to it. But what's interesting here, fellas, is that Georgia, you look at the map there, you see a lot of red around Georgia. Uh, Georgia had not gone blue since 1992. Georgia. That would have been this sexy Bill Clinton. Georgia. Um, Arizona, historically more red than blue. Uh, I don't know. Were there any other major surprises? No, those are the only two that would be flips from the 2016 until we find well, out. Well, no, about I mean, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin and Michigan were flips. But the Pennsylvania would be the big one. But those states were traditionally, traditionally more blue than blue. red anyway. Right. So Trump winning them in the first place was a little bit surprising. I I don't, what, was, what was your takeaway, Ross, from, uh, from Tuesday and what we've seen so far? Um, a lot of takeaways, all right? So my, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was very close. It wasn't the blowout that I had heard. I'd had a lot of people in my life on both sides of the aisle say to me, man, this is going to be a wash for X guy. And I think that, and, and, and we were around some of those people who thought, man, this is going to be a blowout by so-and-so. I agree. I did hear that on both sides. And I think that that is so indicative of the silo culture that we have, you know, that, that people we're surrounded and and it's technology has done this to us we're surrounded by like-minded people all the time yeah and every time we pull up facebook and twitter and instagram and all that stuff it's stuff it's designed to reinforce our beliefs and not bring anything into our life that 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 challenges those thoughts and i think that's how we get to a point where everybody's walking around going man 90 percent of the country thinks like i do and you look at this, and you can tell in every, I shouldn't say every state, in most states, it's a three or four point race. 53, I mean, for the, 47, 52, 48. You can yeah. say it's 50 50. Now, there's some that aren't. California's Cali- not, right, New right. York's not. There are some big know? swings in there, but for, the, but for the most part around our country, you can see that your neighbors don't necessarily Might have a just like you. you. Right, right. Yeah. And and then I it makes me upset when I, I've seen this thing floating around to the last couple of days that's a map of Iowa, the the electoral map of all the or the the map of all the counties. And there's only like five counties that voted blue there's in the six, state of Iowa. Yeah. Six, okay. And and the, the meme says, Oh, you're from Iowa? And the response is no, I'm from Polk County. Yeah. Meaning I'm not a rube. 
I'm not like all these I'm other. Not one of I'm not those one of those Iowans. Iowans. I'm a Des Moines Iowan because all Des Moines Iowans must have voted Democrat. All of the all of the people in Polk County are smart, and 100%. they voted Democrat. Yeah. And all of these idiots out in Greene County and whatnot, Sack County, pff, those morons who are out there making food for the world. They are all dumb enough to vote for Republicans, and I am not one of those people. That bothers me, man. I do, it, it's such a... Do you think... It, let, let me ask the question specifically just for you. Your set of friends, your Facebook, your whatever. Whatever you happen to witness. I happened to see one of these this morning um, about a girl that lives in Iowa that can't wait to get out of here and move somewhere more blue because she's... You know, Iowa stands for... Uh, intolerance and racism and, and all this stuff. And I just think people go on these these rants, frankly. Uh, am I, are you seeing in your daily life? I mean, that would be the question anybody that says that. You're walking around seeing racism, seeing, seeing your gay buddy being treated horribly by, you know, straight people like me. I mean, uh, we have tons of gay clients at Charterhouse, dude. We don't care that they're gay. It doesn't matter a lick to us. Um, but the question specifically about your social media or whatever, it, it seems to be lopsided and you certainly correct me if you see it the other way. It always seems from, from, I, I don't see the Trump people and I'll classify them as such saying, well, I refuse to be friends with anybody that would support Biden, but I do see a lot of it coming the other way. I can't be friends with somebody yeah. that thinks that, that supports that. And, of course, people say this argument all the time. It's odd coming from the party of tolerance, a stance that's so intolerant. Yeah. I don't get it, but I wonder what you see on your end of things. Well, well first of all, I'd, I'd point out that there is an, there's an obvious hypocrisy in every one of these uh, political races. You can always see it. Um, and for the Democrats this year, that's it. It's, uh, you were always the party of, into of tolerance, and now you are the intolerant party. For the conservatives, the hypocrisy is you were always the party of family values, and now you're supporting Donald Trump. Yeah. So I mean, it's just as much yeah. of a sure. of a yin and yang there, right? So yep. you uh, that's that that's the first I guess thing that I would address the the coming going one side or the other as far as think like me or else. Uh, I do see it both ways. On my fishing trip up in uh, Minnesota, I remember coming home one day and pulling up my Facebook and back to back posts from friends. That said, if you are if you are voting for Biden, unfriend me. I, I don't want to be friends with anybody who's that stupid. And the very next post, literally underneath it, was if you are voting for Trump, unfriend me. Were they uh, family it, members? No, no, they weren't. They weren't. These two dudes have no yeah. idea who each other are, and they are very opposite right. <laughs> human beings. But I'm not vote. I wasn't gonna. My plan at that time was I wasn't gonna vote for either one of them. Yeah. So I, what am I? Am I not either? Because essentially, that's what it was saying: is if you're not yeah. voting for my guy. Unfriend me because I don't want anything in my life that might that might disrupt this idea. You know what? One of my favorite Facebook posts is is when they say someone will post, "I just don't get um, why whatever," right? And and I'm hoping uh, you know in this case a Trump supporter will come on and and tell me why. Who the hell wants to do that, mm -hmm. dude? You've seen those posts before. Yep. yep. Everybody piles on and yeah. just calls you a piece of shit. You're, you're, you're a worthless human yeah. being. It's like, into the lion's dude, den. you yeah. want you want to make the world a better place? Stop talking about who you're voting for. Dude, 
Dude, just that, stop talking that, about who you're voting for, man. It's that the, quote the vote I, should be private. It's the quote I shared with you guys when we were having lunch at Lucky Horse the other day. Uh, a man matures when he stops believing that politics will solve his problems. And they yeah. don't. Like, dude, look at the Control last... You yeah, right, man. Don't worry about that other stuff. Mark, every election, usually, one of the things that's, that's brought up... Right. One of the things that's brought up every election year, presidential election, is are you better off now? Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Than you were four years ago. I th- but honestly, I think the answer for most people to that question is yes. I would disagree. I, I, I think people's lives get better traditionally... As they simply get older. That's, first of all... They make more money. They have kids. I they get married. There are a they, lot of people who are very worried that Trump's going to take away certain rights, though. And I don't think he's but, going to. But I, I think gay marriage, for example, I think people are very concerned. Dude, the guy's been in the White House that. for four years. That's, I mean... And that's exactly that, the response. Has Roe v. Wade been struck down? Mark, I that's mean, the same thing when people said that about thing. Obama. People, Trump, Trump isn't going to take that away. That would be a congressional act. Well, he's not. Well, he's, well, not, he's, Johnny, he's just not. not. This is how politics is played, man. You, that no, you rile nor, people nor up. You rile people up by using their emotions. You tell people, man, if Joe Biden wins, he's going to take away your guns. Well, wait a minute. He was the vice president for eight years. He's been in Congress for 57 years or whatever. If, if, if Same thing that applies to Trump. If he wanted to take away your guns, I know Joe Biden has had yeah. a, has a lot stringent, more stringent yeah. gun policies than most people, but it's got to get all the way through yeah. all those things. Like you, Here's a newsflash, by a, the way. Nobody's taking away your guns. Well, nobody's taking Not away in this your, country. Nobody's taking away your right to kill your babies either. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they, like, look, the Republicans had all the opportunity to build a wall, to end abortion, to shut down Obamacare. What'd they do? Jack squat. Yeah. And why don't they? And I mean, like, if, this is why I'm so apolitical anymore. Why didn't they do anything? Because if they do something, then what are they running on? Yeah. And yeah. it's a real thing. Like, they just. A lot of them are no going to do what's ultimately best for them to get reelected. Yeah, that's, that's what they're going it's from to the do. From the moment they get elected, the, the, the goal, goal is to stay is elected. To get reelected. Right. Yeah. And, it, and they can't really do that very well by being the guy that's always out there on the issue and willing to, to die on the hill, anymore. right? You got to keep going. Obviously, there's something incredibly addictive about the power of those positions. To have these senators that just keep going and going and and going. There's several things. There's several things that are super addictive. I mean, like the parking pass or something, Ross. I I mean, mean, I don't. don't, It's got to be something really good. It's power. It's money. It's it's prestige. It's. I mean, how rich is Grassley? Use Grassley as an example. I mean, maybe the guy's rich. You wouldn't know it by by looking at him. He's old. He's going to die pretty soon, most likely, based on actuary tables. Um. You know, power. He's got a lot of power. I mean, you hear his name in the news a lot. Mark, he heads you're committees. Hitting, you, you're answering your own question. He's, Johnny, he's, Johnny hit on some of the... Like if he's we were been in politics since 1959. If we were playing Family Feud and we were like, top 10 answers are on the board here. Yeah. Why would somebody want to be a lifelong politician? Money, power, ego... I mean, well, it's, you know, and, I think, and, I think and, there are people and, out there who yes. really want to help, though, too. I would agree. I mean, that's, and, that's, and I, I, that's, uh, that has to be the core purpose, and I think people get out and do that. This would be an interesting John, question. I, love, I, don't like to, I don't like assuming bad motives out of people, but right, I've, been around, I've been around politicians enough at that level that I think you're right, that initially when people start to get involved, it is to help the community. It's because mm-hmm. they want to leave a better world behind but man, it, it gets corrupted so quickly. Uh, well, that's like, just, just it. amazing. Grassley how- been there, you know, forever. What is Grassley like now versus when he first started? Like he probably started as you know this this idealist that wanted to change the world and make Iowa the best place possible, and maybe there's still some of that, but obviously now it's a lot more us versus 
them. I mean, that's true of him and everybody else. I think the there. commercials again, again, and the commercials against Joni Ernst were Joni Ernst impactful and effective mm-hmm. and true. Like this is a. The, I'll tell you why the, I'm glad Ernst won. I don't care, I'm, Ernst, whatever, yeah. Republican senator, you know, Greenfield, whatever. I just like seeing that all of that money can be spent to defeat someone on ads, and it was a lot of money Tons. that we're talking about, it was right? Over, yeah, it was over two hundred fifty million. I mean, it was a lot of money and being most spent, of it, and right? Most of it out of state money, right? And and and, I, I, and, I and essentially all for not. That wouldn't surprise all me. for not, which tells me. Maybe those ads don't work quite as well, yeah, as we think. That's we talked about that, right? Like, why do they send yeah. us all those mailers? And it's got to be effective at some point. There's got to be some sort of study that shows that people fall for this stuff. I, I what I'm what I, my point on Ernst, and I'm with you. I don't I don't have any problem. I love Joni Ernst. Nate Lee, who is a realtor here at Charter House with us, served under Joni mm-hmm. in Afghanistan and loves that woman. I mean, he, whenever she gets brought up, he says, this is a fantastic human being. Yep. Yeah, he, and, she was going to Afghanistan with him if she didn't win. Right, that's yeah. right. So she's, I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for that lady. Yeah. My point is that I think those, those commercials were very effective to say, this is what happens to a politician. Four years ago, this lady ran commercials that said, I'm going to go there and I'm going to castrate Washington. I'm going to go cut the pork, man. Yeah. And she's done none of that. Yeah. She's added to it. She became a part of the problem. Well, almost, you're, hey, you remember, you remember the one commercial, the one that, that I liked because it was about real estate. Yeah. The- Joni Ernst bought a condo. Do you see that one? Uh, yeah. Yes, I did. It was did. all about a condo. Yeah, she bought a condo. She, she said she'd never go to Washington, and she bought a condo. A high-priced condo. Maybe because, so, you know, when it came time to go to sleep, she'd have a place to do that. Ross has the best microphone voice for I that. love it. Down and deep. I love it. So, Ross, let me ask you a question. John, you can answer it, too, if you happen to know. This, mm. I found this interesting about that race, about Greenfield and Ernst. It has nothing to do with Greenfield. I don't know her, but I'd never heard of Teresa Greenfield. Until this started. Okay. She's running for U.S. Senator. There's a hundred of those. Okay. It's pretty uh, exclusive territory. No doubt. Pretty important job. Yep. Right? If she had won, Teresa Greenfield coming from nowhere, in, in my mind, right? She has a life and a record and all that. She would have been a U.S. Senator. Okay. Doesn't it seem a little odd when you think about it? Like just kind of anybody, just anybody can be plucked up and anointed. You're the one. Next time it could be you, Ross. No, you're you the you're the one. You're over, you're oversimplifying. Like what made Teresa Greenfield the choice? Yeah, to go against Ernst. She does have a business background, and she does have. Uh, so I mean, do I. She, I'm next, baby. Uh, no, no, I mean, Mark. She's a woman too. There, there are things at play here that you're that you're. Man, you're can you imagine way, me running past. for office? How many of these yeah, episodes dude, would they play? Oh my god! What if you? Yeah. Oh man, you'd be. In yeah, big your background's trouble. a big part you of know, it. You know, Mark Charter mentioned squirters. Maybe. You're yeah. out, man. No mass. I know. See you later. <laughs> Remember who our president is and the stuff that's been. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm good, yeah. dude. So I'm good. I I, it might 100%. not be because I've made this mistake before of saying, "Why would anybody get into politics? You better make sure your closets are squeaky clean and yep. you've got no Mine record or anything like I'm that." Screwed. You know, and, that, and then I look around. I go, "Wait, politicians are all kind of yeah. A lot of them succeed. Well, how many have like survive scandals while while in office? Right. You know, keep going. Yeah, hundred percent. You were talking about intolerance earlier. You know, on the left side and whatnot. And there's a lot of people on the right side that are intolerant too. But Absolutely. I think I think a lot of people are intolerant towards Trump. It's not he, towards other people. It's not towards you. It's not towards me or Mark or any of that way. I would hope and not. I unless think it's more unless Trump you say it. that you like Trump, and Correct. then it changes, and then that changes big, and that shouldn't. Um, there's a lot of things about Trump I, I do like. There's a lot of things yeah. about him I don't like, you know. Um, 
Yeah, John, this is why I kind of left the Republican Party about a decade ago, mm -hmm. because I didn't like Barack Obama. I didn't like a lot of his policies, but I didn't hate the man. Yeah. And I didn't just hate every single thing that came out of his mouth because he was Barack Obama and a Democrat. And I also, it's there are a couple sides of, the, of uh, what made me kind of move into this apolitical position that I'm in, because I saw some of my Republican friends that 10 years ago, that were saying, this guy's awful. This guy is is evil. When he wins re-election at his second inauguration, I literally heard a, a woman say this to me, smart lady, he's going to pull his mask off and reveal himself to be the Antichrist. I, I heard that about it too. And okay, and that's and that, this stuff is ridiculous. Humorous. Now, at the yeah. same time, I had liberal friends that if I would say, boy, I don't know about this single-payer Obamacare thing, they would say, you're a racist. Mm -hmm. You can't disagree with Barack Obama without being called a racist. And that bothered me. So it was, you couldn't even have conversations well, with people, you. right? You it's couldn't unreasonable. even, it's all of it was unreasonable. If you supported anything that the guy was wanting to do, you were some commie lib that wanted to take guns and kill all the babies. And in the minute you said there was something wrong with something that he was doing, you were a racist. I saw this a decade ago. I mean, exactly where we are today with Trump, mm -hmm. the Trump derangement syndrome has been around for a long time. It's just had different names at the front of it, and it's had different colors on the back of it. Meaning, the Republicans, the blue, they or the, or the red, they had Obama derangement syndrome. The guy couldn't do anything. He would pick the NCAA tournament, and there'd oh, yeah, be a, a, a two-hour thing on Rush about how he's got his eye off the ball, and yeah. why isn't he doing it? He's, out, he's outside shooting hoops with somebody from ESPN or something on a, right. on a segment, which is kind of cool. Exactly, you know, you and, they, and they'd kill him. Right. This guy, golfing. Remember when Obama golfing all the time was oh, yeah, a huge thing? Yeah. You know? It, it's, they did it with Clinton, though, also. And I they, tried they to tell my Bush. liberal friends. That's right. And I we've seen it ramp up, right, yeah. John? Oh, absolutely. When, when Trump won... Four years ago, I tried to tell my liberal friends then, like, hey, guys, I'm seeing something scary here. None of you, like, the thing about, you hit it on the head. He's going to ban being gay. He's going to outlaw gay marriage. No, no, no he's not. not. No, he's not. Well, he's going to, I mean, at one point, I felt like I had friends that thought he, Trump was going to make it illegal to be black or something. The, the, the stuff that you heard. Remember when net neutrality was going to destroy the internet forever? We react to things so crazy and so extreme about everything. And I've watched it for a long time, and I'm absolutely, I'm almost numb to it. I'm mm -hmm. not quite, but I'm worn out by it, certainly. And right. I, I see it often. Why do you think he was elected in 16? Trump was, I think there's, again, soup. There's a couple reasons. Differences? One, one is Hillary hate was a very real thing. Yeah. Right? Um, Number two, the middle finger vote. A lot of people just wanted to buck the system right. and say, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of what right. the routine that we're in. I think that was a big part of uh, it. Uh, yeah. The Clinton machine, the yeah. Bush machine. Everybody I got, just I got two something. things for you guys. Yeah. I'm watching something that I'm going to get I, to in a second. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you. The, other, the third thing that I would say that was a part of it that goes back to Obama is something that we've got to watch out very carefully, and, and it's something we can probably predict the next election with, and it's the the cult of personality that we've developed around Remember around politician, song? absolutely, in living uh, color. In living color thank you. Yeah. yeah, they actually sued the television show in Living Color because they didn't approve getting the right. name of the rights to that show. So anyway, that's kind of funny. Before I forget, that, uh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, we had I had asked about uh, Greenfield. Why why was it Greenfield? Do you have any idea why she why she got picked to run? Yeah. So Mark, that's going back. Real quick, I'll, I'll finish my thing about the culture of personality. That has started with with Clinton, Bush, 
Obama, Trump, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, Biden, uh, oh, Biden. Biden is a huge mark away from that because he doesn't have that cult following. Mm -hmm. But it will happen again. In four years, I wouldn't be surprised if it's The Rock against Trey Gowdy. I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> All right, so Teresa Greenfield, man, we've, yeah, you're missing a big part of the accomplishments that it takes to get to where she is. This is, again, the same thing I would have said to my friends about Sarah Palin that said, man, this idiot who thinks she can see her house from Russia. It's like, hold on, man. This is a lady who's a super achiever. This is not, this is not some pothead who sits on her couch and watches Real Housewives and all of a sudden, because she was pretty, became governor. No, she's been out kicking ass in every industry she's been a part of. Yeah. And you don't just get plucked out of the haystack. You don't do that. You work your ass off and the cream rises to the top and then you get scooped out. And that's how Teresa Greenfield got to where she is. And it might not seem that way now because when she gets dropped into your life and you are you are inundated with as much bad as you are good, it's very easy to look at that person and go, how the hell did you get here? Yeah. But if you dissect her life and you really look at what she's done, I bet you'd be really impressed. Mark, every single politician that you see on a, not every one, that's a stretch. Most of the politicians that you see on some sort of national ballot or, or statewide ballot, dude, these people are ass kickers. Yeah. They, they are captains of industry. And you might not like their politics, and you might not like some of the things they say or how they say it or what they do, but they didn't just arrive on the scene. And if you really, if you dive into it and look, they're almost every one of them, you find something where you go, whoa, you're that person? Mm -hmm. you're, the, you're the CEO of? You did this? So, yeah, I would say she's much more accomplished, and it, that's an easy mistake to make is to just downplay it because you're – you don't know these people. All right. Now, let me tell you where uh, election fraud um, allegations come from. Okay? Okay. Not saying we got election fraud. I'm saying where they come from and what you people say. I don't, I don't know how you, you're just making stuff up. You know, there's no election fraud. Center. Let me give you an example of where it comes from. So, you can look this up for yourself on Twitter. There's a guy that goes by the name at, I think it's Flecka's, F-L-E-C-C-A-S, F-L-E-C-C-A-S. Don't know who it is. I'm not saying trust the source here, but there's a video. Um, 225,000 followers this guy's got. Here's his tweet. Turns out 118-year-old William Bradley, in quotes, voted via absentee ballot in Wayne County, Michigan. William Bradley died in 1984. How long has this been going on? And the tweet below this is him, like, screenshotting what he's doing. Like whatever that's not screenshotting, but you know, he's recording, okay, recording, yeah, yeah. right? And he's entering in people, and he's putting the birth dates of 1900, which would make them 120 years old. And if you scroll down on these people, it says application received when it was received, when the ballot was sent, and when the ballot was received back. Okay, he's doing this for dead people, and it's returning back ballots for these people, and he's showing people this. Now, again, I would be fair and say. I haven't done this for myself. I don't know what's going on, but he's showing himself entering on the secretary of state website in Michigan, dead people that say they got their ballots and they sent their ballots back. So this is where the conversation comes from. What's yeah. the Twitter it, handle? I didn't. This is where that. at Fleck is F L E C C A S. Gotcha. 
this is where lawsuits get generated. This is where, and I, man, I mean, you see that stuff, and and it's at least alarming. Yeah, it's now, sh- now maybe there's an error on the website, or maybe you know whatever. There's 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 a, a thousand explanations. There's for it. There, there are. there's a lot, but and, people see that and they go see. And even market, you know, like you can add some of these on top of each other. There was one that I saw the other night about uh, sharpies being handed out, and that your your ballot basically gets discarded if it has a sharpie marker on it rather than that that ink. I, pen. I heard the same thing, and then the Secretary of State for that state, wherever it was, said they will count sharpie ballots. Okay. So that yeah. one came out and said we will count. I those. think so. You compile a bunch of these on top of each other, and I. Think think that they they all boil down to the same defense yeah. if you are uh, if you are a democrat or if you are somebody that just doesn't necessarily believe all yeah. of the scare behind voter fraud. Let me ask this. And, and that, uh, that that final that final point is how many ballots are we actually talking about? Yeah. Well, no, it's a and, problem. And, and, and that's, a, and that's a great question. And lying and stealing. That's a, a great question, Ross. Let's say you did an independent um, study of Michigan. Yeah. And you found 10 dead people and you entered them all in and it said they'd all voted in this election. Would that be enough to say, we got a big problem here? One, you could say randomness, yeah, error. But if you found 10, 20, 30, at what point do you say shenanigans? Yeah, this, I think this it, cannot be considered a legitimate election if that's happening. It, let me be clear. For either side. I completely agree. For either side. This, this isn't the first time that We've heard these kind of stuff. I too. think, Mark, if you I get mean, I've into heard the, that in 08. I heard it in yeah. 12. But normally you hear it anecdotally like, oh, dead people are voting. Like if you can actually go to the website and put it in and see it, that's a, that's a much stronger form of this might actually be happening in some yeah. places yeah. versus just, oh, it's just something people say it's that, interesting that there my dog of, voted or whatever. What, what, what he's showing you there on his Twitter handle is him inputting that. For that individual too, did you see that? Did yeah, you he's really saying, yeah, the, it's yeah. The actual and video of him putting the names in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, <laughs> which, which, which is, and then he says, "Go do it for yourself." I mean, this is not like, uh, you know, he he faked it. If he's inviting people to go to the website and and do this for themselves, so it'd be it'd be very interesting to see what happened. Yeah, I he's, uh, he's typing in Terry Mathis. My brother-in-law's uh, father was in oh. Michigan and then did in fact die. I need to go to the website and. Uh, put him in yeah. and see if he happened to cast a vote that would have been impossible to cast. So I don't know guys, it's going to be uh, an interesting finale <laughs> to this thing. And when I say finale, Ross, uh, I don't mean today or tomorrow or next week, the Trump or the Gore Bush thing, I think went through December 13th. I think it was 34 days, but Wisconsin alone, if you're going to do a recount in Wisconsin, I don't think it can start until December 1st. Oh, wow. It's so, something like that. So, yeah, if you want this election in, it might be a Christmas present. Well, Carolina's it. not even going to do anything until November 12th. I, that, I just don't get it. I just don't that's get a it. Week, that's a week from today. Yeah. So, from that perspective, I mean, we're not going to know anything from Carolina. We'll probably know something on Georgia, I would think, right now. And it's 14,000 currently. Um, Nevada's supposedly coming out with some stuff right now. But... Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a Nevada long will be off. interesting because Nevada's eight thousand votes yeah, different. I mean, everybody knows the path Trump needs. Biden basically, I mean, he just needs one more state, and then he's got it from this. Well, if Biden gets Nevada, then obviously Fox News would call literally would call Biden the winner, but Arizona could still uh, switch. Yeah, I mean, Trump's coming back heavily in Arizona in comparison to where he was two days ago. So who knows. Ross, we need an updated prediction from you. From okay, as, as, of, as of this moment, based on everything you're seeing, as of right now, now I l- say let let me let me tell you to be real specific. Okay, 
because uh, there's basically four, well, five outstanding states. Uh, who wins the presidency and who wins those states? We're going to see how how correct you are. I'm sure our friend Ryan Grove, by the way, will spreadsheet this. <laughs> Grove's so, totally spreadsheeting, man. Shout out to Grove, by the way. We have a friend with a sickness, by the way. Man, wouldn't you love to have a sickness like that, though? This wouldn't is crazy you? to me, by the way. So Ryan Grove, organized. Ryan Grove, good guy, goes to Vegas. He, li- he, listened, really nice. he listens to every one of these. He listens to every one of your show. He listens to Murph and Andy. He listens to he listens to all of it. I think he literally has earbuds in all day. And the craziest thing for people saying, how do you golf, have, does, how do you yeah. have the time? He listens to it on double speed. Yeah, he was playing our show in in the car on the way back from uh, Omaha the other day. <laughs> so I was hearing myself talk twice as fast, and it's not enjoyable at all. I mean, people <laughs> listening now might not think it's enjoyable. <laughs> At twice speed, though, it sounds more like Alvin and the Chipmunks, and he still likes it for some reason. Uh, that, that was funny, man. Uh, that was <laughs> He digs it. I'll tell you this, and I'm not, I'm not, I, w- I would say this about Ryan if I knew he weren't listening. Yeah. Uh, that says something about that dude's brain. The, I mean, we talked last week about how he plays that video poker game at an alarming rate. I, I mean, it is, it is. It's shocking. It's shocking it's is some, the right it's, word it's, for it's it. It's a sight to behold. You are. And he's damn good at you it. You sit too. there and think to yourself, he's just hitting buttons. This yeah. is a no, joke. He, he's got, I was asking him, he goes, no, it just goes, it goes from it left was, to right and it flows and it, you see it. He explains like, it. He can, it. And that's the other thing. He can say it while because he's, he's seeing it too. I mean, and can cute winning. He's playing five hands at a time. It's one thing. And each hand probably takes one to two seconds that he has so he just it's crazy it's yeah well not only that but he knows like what he'll win if something hits so, which is like a like we, we call him like lovingly we call him rain man because it's like it's, he's doing rain man stuff he is so think about like um how fast he's computing that information in his brain when he's doing that game he can do the same thing with the words that are flying into his head so a lot of people listen to Ben Shapiro. He's one of the most mm-hmm. popular podcasts in America. A, a popular thing to do with Ben Shapiro is to actually slow him down. People will listen to him at half speed because Ben Shapiro talks so fast. He talks like this. He does, yeah. So when people listen to him normal or they listen to him normally, they can't keep up. It, the, the information's flying into their head too fast, and they go, i got to slow this stuff down, man. Right. And so that's a popular thing I've heard is listening to him at half speed. Grove's brain is so... High, highly active. It's it's processing information so quickly at the video game board while he's sitting there listening to podcasts that he can listen to things twice as fast and he's not missing anything. We do a thing. We do a little trick when you're making a radio commercial, and you'll you'll all hear this now. Your brain doesn't need to have breaths. Your mouth does. Your lungs need breath. Your brain and your ears they don't need breath. Just keeps going. So and going and going in a commercial. We cut out all of those little spaces that happen between words, and that's how you get the maximum amount of information and, and syllables into your 30 seconds is by cutting out every single little breath and, yeah. and beat. And the first time you hear it, if you're in a room with somebody that's, that's producing that or, or cutting that up, it's easy to go, that sounds weird. Don't, yeah. don't do that yeah. to my voice because yeah. it make, that's not my normal speaking sure. pattern, and I want to hear it. The brain doesn't need that. Your your brain is a lot more like Groves than you're getting it credit for. It can fly through information. It can really process stuff quickly. Yeah. So Grove, that that's this is funny because it wasn't. I'm sure this has been happening my whole life, but there's certain songs in the car radio that I notice it more than others. And I'll be driving. I'm like, I swear to God, that song just sped up. Like it's like literally the song sped up, but the tempo sped up. 
I Googled it. That's a real thing. Very real thing. Like, and you notice it on yep. some songs. It's like, but it's not, it's not even like the whole song. No. The song starts and then like halfway through Taylor Swift song starts getting faster. And you're like, what is, am I hearing something weird? And it's not. They do it for time to get more commercials in and things like that. Do us two, time and tempo. And yeah, I mean, some groups will switch tempo too, but. No, well, I'm not talking me. like know, it's not a part about. of the song. Yeah, no, they're, they're speeding it up yep. so they can get more ads in or whatever. I get that. Yeah, I uh, that. It's, it's to get ads in. It's to hit the, it's to hit the top of the hours mm-hmm. close because there's FCC regulations about when legal IDs have to play and all that within 10 minutes of the top of the hour. Is that done way before? Because like an hour's worth of songs on, uh, let's say, Kiss is programmed, right? Yeah. It's not a disc jockey going, now I'm going to play this, now no. I'm going to play this, right? No. But As, they, 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 they all don't have the fast tempo. No. So, so why is that? Okay. What's ha- and, and sometimes you'll notice it slow down, too, if you're really paying attention. Yeah. So the time, they want to get that, uh, that top of the hour within that 10-minute window. But the tempo is more like a DJ at a wedding. They don't want to go from something that's a banger, hitting hard, going fast, black-eyed peas, into Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Because it just feels like you're, the train is coming to a skidding stop, right? Yep. So you ramp up and ramp down into those things. So if, you, if, the song, if it's an Ed Sheeran song coming up two songs after a Black Eyed Peas song, you're going to have... You're going to ramp that, it down. Yeah, that down. Black Eyed Peas song is going to slow down. That next song is going to be another song that's a bit slower. It's not going to be that train wreck of tempo. Sometimes yeah. you'll hear that and, and radio stations do that intentionally just to kind of wake you up and, and it's and like going day, from uh, going from like a panic at the disco to a Adele like hello. You know, it's like perfect Arr! example. Right. Yeah, you know, let's hit and, the brakes. And here. there's all sorts of things that DJs can do and, and programmers will do to get your brain ready for that thing to happen. Yeah. Uh, if you if you do want to go from one to the other, have a DJ come in and, and you know so who so at, at this at the station by the way for yep. for Kiss I'll use because it's a popular station, who who does that who who chooses the music that you're going to hear that hour? Um, right now I would imagine that is Taylor J. Uh, Kiss has a little bit of a different setup than most FM stations. Out of I'm sure a uh, a catalog he he has to pick she, out of a she. she okay she has to pick out of a certain group of songs yeah and and you know and Mark, I, have a, I have a follow-up but go ahead i would even say that on kiss it probably is even a little bit more formulaic in that you not not even a catalog of songs but like there's an there's all sorts of algorithms these songs are are hot these songs are getting a bullet and going towards the top of the charts these songs are falling off this song in your area is still yeah. very impactful. These songs in other areas like yours are having a, are, are getting a draw. You'll notice Iowa's always behind, by the way, because if you go somewhere like New York or whatever, you'll hear songs that go, I've never heard this song before. A month later, you'll start hearing it in Iowa. Hey, dude, like Despacito, remember that? That yeah. song is like the, it was yeah. like the number one viewed video on YouTube of all time until Baby Shark overtook yeah. it last week. Yeah. And that's a great example of a song that was in Miami and L.A. and New York City yeah. for weeks, if not months, before people and I, before Kiss played it here. And because all that information said at first, like, yeah, you, you people in Iowa might not like this song. Yeah. But we're rubes. We're sheep. Once we, once we find out that other people like it, then we love it. Then, then, we, oh, then, yeah. then we love it and we Wait, want it. people in New York like it? No, here, here's another right. question, too. Okay, same station. I'll notice this. So over the last month, I probably, I would say conservatively have heard the song four or five times. Okay. And this would have probably been last month to be fair, but we're talking about, um, 
a Fallout Boy song. Uh, that uh, number one with a bullet, gonna hark it and pull it. Like it's an older song. Okay, this song's at least fifteen years old. Fifteen years old, right? And somehow it's in the rotation. I don't understand why they would bring an old song when they only play so many songs per hour anyway. Why do they? And it's not just once. I mean, I've heard the song several times on the station. Why, why would they pull a song that's 15 something years old and somewhat put it in a rotation? I don't get that. Uh, yeah, Mark. So there's probably some research out there that shows that people like having nostalgia dropped on them in that way. And it could also be that that is a song that fits into that flow tempo time thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, yeah, I would bet that Taylor has a catalog of those songs that are 15 years old that are plays and don't plays. You know, don't play La Bouche, Be My Lover. Nobody wants to hear that anymore. Be my lover. But, you can, but you can play Fallout Boy, which I have no idea how that gets decided. Yeah. But I mean, like... I don't even know the song you're talking about, man. Um. Loaded God complex. I, dude, I Cock have, it and pull it. I have no idea what they're saying. We're going downtown and early around. Yeah. And sugar, we're going, going down swinging. Sugar, we're going you know down swinging, which I'm sure is probably about going down on a girl, if you ask Mark. Sugar, we're going down swinging. What, what else sugar? could it mean, No, Ross? but here's, here's one of the best lines I've ever heard of a song, which is in that song, right? He's singing about a girl. He's talking about a girl. He says, wishing to be the friction in your jeans. That's a line from oh, that song. Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. See, I'm, when I say I don't know the words of that song, like I can sing the melody, I can do the, the tune. And see, that to me, like somebody would be like, that's gross. I'm like, that's good songwriting. It's pretty dude. good. That's, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's a good way to say something that everyone else has everybody. said a million times, right, right. dude. It's like uh, Counting Crows has a song. Um, uh, what would be the, is it um, Long December? I'm trying to think what the that's, Counting that's Crows song is. But he's talking about the way the light attaches to a girl. Oh, yeah. That's a great way to say, like, I think man, that's the beginning. Get, that's the beginning spotlight. verse, maybe. I think that's long December, isn't it? That song, yeah. a long December. And there's reasons, reasons to believe. To be- yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah. The way the the way the light attaches to a girl. All right, Ross. Uh, we we always almost let you off the hook by getting on tangents. <laughs> um, so to update you, uh, Biden was ahead by eight in in Nevada. Now it looks like he's ahead by eleven thousand. In Nevada with about 80, what's that say? 86% reporting, 88? I can't tell, but Biden increases lead slightly in Nevada, okay? So we need your prediction, Ross. President and which states do they win from here on out? You got North Carolina, uh, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Trump, Trump, Nevada, and Arizona. uh, Biden and Biden. So you think Trump wins... Trump in North Carolina, he's up by what seventy seventy thousand. That's probably that's the safest. Right that's yeah. the safest of them. Um, Nevada, Biden is up by ten thousand, thirteen thousand. I think Biden probably holds on there. Okay. The Arizona one is is the trickiest because of the the movement. So to be so, so to be clear, you you called you called uh, Pennsylvania, Trump, Georgia, and North Carolina, Trump. Okay, right? Yep. That means that if he wins Arizona, he's the president. No, and so and so you say I, it's going to come down to him not coming back in Arizona. That's your prediction. Yeah, I think that Biden ends up winning those two states and is the president. All right, Johnny, what do you think? I honestly think Biden's going to get Pennsylvania. Oh, that could be too. I don't yeah. think it's going to be close. What is the what's the number there right now? It's, it's at one hundred sixteen thousand. Oh, yesterday yeah. he was at seven hundred, and there's still twelve. <laughs> He's closing closing tight. Biden's going to get 
Pennsylvania by over 100,000 votes. I, th- I, I think there's, it's down to 14,000 in Georgia with a percent or two to go. That's too close to call. Um, Nevada looks like Biden's increasing, but I still think that's too early. I think Trump is going to get Arizona because he was he was a couple hundred thousand votes down. Now he's a 69,000 votes. So down. Trump needs four or with, five, with, period. With 12 that's... or 13% of the precincts still to report. Why are they? They're still not calling Alaska. That's great. Yeah, Alaska's going to go red. I mean, it's it, it's literally there's thirteen out of, 13 out of the right now. There are sheriffs on snowmobiles in Alaska driving around collecting <laughs> votes. That's what's happening in Alaska. Yeah, the, the numbers haven't moved. They, they, no, they got to fly to Little Diamonds. You talk about seeing Russia from your house, dude. That's where you can see the little diamonds, the tiny little island. That's like, I mean, what, they, they got to vote three miles. They're from U.S. Russia. citizens. Wasn't that what it was? Yeah. So they literally have to fly a plane. Over the Bering Sea, and, well, they can't do it. Well, I don't know. When's the Bering, is the Bering Sea? When's it freeze up there? For all I know, it could be now. I don't know. It's November. Does it freeze? Oh, yeah. It does. With the, uh, so, you, so you guys they, don't watch Deadliest Catch, do you? So when, no. they, when, they get, when they get to, when they need to go, I saw this video where uh, the sheriffs need to go serve somebody up yeah, there. Right. So they got in a little prop plane and, and landed on the Bering Sea. Mm-hmm. That was complete ice. Nice. And they have to measure it. They have to measure the ice to make sure that the planes can come in and land. Which is hard to do from the air. And they said, yeah, yeah. So, no, it, it showed people on the ground doing that, right? Just how you would probably go ice fishing yeah. with one of those. And I think they said it needed to be four inches. Does that sound right? Six inches, To maybe? land a plane on it? Small that, plane. I know, that sounds, Small plane. I know that sounds crazy, but, yeah, I think four it inches. Was like, it was like three feet thick, yeah. dude, when these guys, because they stuck it and then pulled the... Is it an auger? Is that what it's called? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they go, it was, you know, up to like a pretty high on it. It was like three feet thick. I'm like, that is some thick ice. That's crazy, isn't it? Dude, that was some thick ice. Now I've, uh, I'm sure Benz has been, um, we've talked about ice fishing before, but I've been in ice so thick that when you got a fish and you pulled him, you got him up through the ice, because obviously fish can't swim backwards. If the fish would spit the, the lure, which yeah. happens a lot when they get to the surface, the fish is stuck. Okay. I mean, you're in. It is in a three foot tube, facing the wrong direction. He mm-hmm. does not have a reverse button, and the thing spits it out and then sits there and looks at you. So like, it's, all right, it's impossible for a fish to go backwards. They in, could probably float backwards if the current was. If the current, Vince, yeah. If you're gonna yeah, take but a if car, you're, but if it's it vertical, ice, how thick does it have to be? Is it a foot? No. Eight inches. Okay. Yeah, eight inches of ice. You could drive a uh, tank six, on. Yeah. Like well, clearly there's shows about ice road truckers, man. Yeah, like semi trucks mm-hmm. that are on those things. It, up north, like yeah, the, I'm, where I'm talking about seeing a, two feet of ice is like Minnesota. Yeah, no, you get up sure. into the Arctic Circle and you are. Oh, you're yeah, <laughs> yeah, multiple feet. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean at, at our place in Minnesota, I mean it gets. I would gets not feel feet, comfortable. So no you know, you guys can keep your eight inches. I I would not feel comfortable driving a car on eight inches of ice. Somebody I mean, the, somebody could tell me. It's there, really great and safe, but I would year. not feel comfortable. There's stories it. every year where some jackass decides to take his truck on a, on the ice, whether it's too early or too late, and they fall through. I guarantee it, it happens are, every there are, year in Minnesota. There are more lakes in Minnesota with vehicles at the bottom of them than not. You, you want to know? You now let me know let me ask, let me ask you this safety my, my, precaution. Listen to this. Hold on. My uncle actually was swimming once in the lake that we're in, and it's right out in front of the house that we have now, where he dove down and he hit his head on it on a truck underneath the water. We didn't know that it had fallen through the water that year. This was 20 years ago. It's happened to him before. And it That's wasn't fine. that. Yeah. It, it, I mean, he was fine. He was lucky. He didn't go unconscious oh, wow. man, because the water up there is pretty murky. It's nothing like Boji water or anything yeah. like that. Um, is the safety, if you're driving a truck or a vehicle on ice, 
is the procedure to do so with your window down. Uh, no. Just just in case you fell through, you, are, you could get out it, your window. Yeah, if you are if you're being super cautious, then absolutely. I say I would do that. Uh, I had a. I, I've never been, been in anything that was where we went through the ice or anything like that, but just that thought of going through. I went on a big ice fishing trip with a bunch of dudes, and uh, we took a cargo van up to uh, Mille Lacs, which is like the biggest body of water totally inside the state of Minnesota, because Lake of the Woods is partly in Canada. So it's a huge lake, and we drove this huge-ass cargo van full of dudes and gear out onto the ice, and I was googling at the time like weight capacities. At uh, that know, time, uh, Ross limits. said, "Ross said to the vehicle, everybody just relax." I was in the here. That's horrible. I was in the very last seat of this like sixteen passenger van. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, that thought was in my head like, if this thing goes through I the ice, out. I'm toast, man. I, I I can't get through all the gear and get out the back window. Yeah, there's going to be fifteen guys trying to f- swim out these windows, like. Yeah, Ross is last. If this, if it, if we go down, I'm going down with the ship here. And, yeah, that but would, obviously it didn't happen. That would not make me comfortable at all. Uh, yeah, so me and Ice, uh, you know, we respect each other. I stay off it. it Mark, it I doesn't do, mess with me. And I we're want, good. You got to go ice fishing with me and Bensie sometime, just so we can be out there and hear the boom when the ice is settling. Because <sighs> even being comfortable on the ice, man, that is something that makes you. I would be comfortable ice fishing if, if I'm if you're like, about to meet God. It, it, it gets, <laughs> if I'm walking, if I'm able to walk out it's from weird. the shore, you know, and I can see the shore, I, I, I think and I could do okay? that. Yeah, yeah. I still don't quite get the draw of ice fishing. I mean, you've explained it. Drinking and Dude, hanging out. You're in a, you're in a hut. Drinking, you're in a hut. You're, you're hanging out with your And buddies. you actually said, like, you're, you're somewhat warm. Yeah. If you do it right. Yeah. You're somewhat warm. You're warm. And you're, I mean, it's just... It that actually makes it sound better than deer hunting because i talked to a lot of people that hunt and they're like it's miserable dude you go out on a cold day and you're freezing and you're just sitting there doing nothing and si- quietly silently don't move no matter how cold you are don't budge make sure you my don't father-in-law was duck hunting and said it was terrible yeah. he was freezing he was like out in the water I mean, some but of these I, some I of these like, ice huts that they have now it, they're trailers yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, they're it's, ice castles yeah they call i mean them it's even. really impressive yep. i mean there's couches some of them have tvs you know, they have capability that, to do that ice fishing trip I went on, guys. Refrigerators. I, yeah, I sat food, in a blah, blah, sat blah, in blah. a living it's, room. It's fun. It's an experience. Sat in a living room, watched a flat screen TV, yeah. watched the NFL playoffs, and fished from the. See, couch that would that be if you can set, if you can set that up. I'll bring the boy out, and uh, we'll let the let boy the watch. <laughs> That's what we'll do. You know, I just need I just need the playoffs on TV, Ross, so we can enjoy let that. The boy, watch. Gabriel. It'll be great. <laughs> I'm not going to let him watch Monday Night Football. I, w- I was looking at that today, oh, by no the way. Wife, Donna. You show did, did you show my <laughs> thrust in? All the windows closed. Temperature turned up to 82. <laughs> Donna screams, no. <laughs> I said, let, let the, the boy watch. watch. He needs to learn the way I learned uh, from, my, from father. my father and the way he learned from his father. I saw a thing the other day on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry if you girl, don't know what we're talking about. Sometimes we forget there's a, people uh, that listen to this. A girl had to do a monologue for her drama class in college. And so she chose the uh, Austin Powers when they're in the when they're in the um, family help thing. And Austin Powers is there with Seth Green. And yes. he starts to talk about his childhood. There's nothing like a shaved scrotum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Breath, breathtaking. <laughs> really. she, she does it with like tears in her eyes and reads it like super dramatic. And according to her telling of the story, like yeah. nobody in the class realized it was from Austin Powers. They're like, oh, it's so beautiful. I was watching that movie with my kids the other day and that scene came on and I'm just, I'm crying, laughing so hard. And they're like, what 
the hell what is, is going it? on? It's something in like this my my childhood was not unusual. Lose lessons. <laughs> Lose lessons. <laughs> I remember having to do something like that in college. The monologue. I did uh, cocktail. I see America drinking the fabulous cocktails I make. America is getting stinky on something I stir or shake. Remember that one? No. Is that Conklin's Law? The sex on the beach, the schnapps made from peach, the velvet hammer, the Alabama slammer. I make drinks with juice and froth, the pink squirrel, the three-toed sloth. I make drinks so sweet and snazzy, the iced tea, the kamikaze. He's doing this off the top of his head right now. Still nothing, by the way? Is that at the end? Dude, I, cocktail to me is... And it ends with America, you're just addicted to... What's he say? America, you're just addicted to every flavor I've got. But if you want to get loaded, why don't you just order a shot? Could you imagine bars open? Is that at the end? It's in the middle. It's in the middle? Okay. Could you imagine being in a bar? It's loud. And all of a sudden, the bartender's like, hey, everybody, everybody be quiet. I got a poem. I got a poem I want to read. We want a poem. Yeah, no. And the the guy, uh, I'm the world's first yuppie poet. (laughs) And he's like, (laughs) it makes no sense. It's like, have you ever made love to a popper? P.U. And then he's got a briefcase. It's a great scene. It's, it makes How do you remember that movie this way? That's well. a good movie, though. Dude, I've seen Cocktail 100 times. All right, so I, all Very I know about cocktail. cocktail, Tom Cruise, and he's a bartender, and they throw the bottles around and catch them, and they make the funny drinks. What is the premise of the movie? What is The, the what, premise what of the movie is Tom Cruise wants to make it, it. Tom Cruise wants to make it big. As a bartender. Not as a bartender. He just wants to make it big. He wants to be a success, mm-hmm. right? Oh, he, does, okay. he doesn't okay. come for much. I was thinking he wanted to be the world's he goes best to, he, goes, he goes to New York City. His uncle owns a, a dive bar. Um, he goes into the city, he applies for jobs. You don't have enough experience. He's just coming out of the military. You see that in the first scene, no experience, no experience. You need to go to school. You need to go to school. He then goes, uh, and sees a help wanted sign on an at or on a bar goes in there, uh, meets the guy that becomes his buddy. That's um, Conklin, correct. Uh, uh, Coglin. Coglin, sorry. Co- Douglas Coglin is his name in the movie. <laughs> Um, so Brian Brown, so yeah, Brian Brian Brown, the actor. So they start, they start doing their routine, you know, crowd grows, people love them flipping the bottles, whatever. Uh, then the two of them decide to, or he wants to, um, go down to Jamaica to, uh, serve drinks down there. Mm -hmm. Brian Brown, the actor does not go Ross, but he does go. And there he meets the lovely Elizabeth Shue. Oh, that's right. Okay, I remember her as the girl in the yeah. So they, they, they have much different background. They have sex with each other under a waterfall. It's a lovely scene. Uh, And then she happens to be from New York as well. She goes back. He goes back. He ends up working at that bar where they tell poetry. Uh, And eventually, uh, he gets her pregnant. uh, Marries her. Her dad doesn't like it. And he opens cocktail. He opens cocktails and dreams. At the end, he opens his own uh, thing. Meanwhile, Douglas Coughlin, a.k.a. the actor Brian Brown, he kills himself. He, yep. mar- he marries in the film Kelly Lynch, Kelly who Lynch. is... Wow. Who's yeah, she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And uh, apparently it's not going well because uh, she likes the company of other men. She does. And, and he, he kills himself. killing himself on the boat. Wow, holy cow. Yeah. It's Dang. a good movie. Yeah. There's a lot going on. I'd like to There's congratulate uh, Bensi and Tay on a closing today. Bensi looking good, man. He's wearing <laughs> pants... He's wearing pants and a collared shirt. Look no, at this no, guy. It, it's it's slacks. Oh, he says that uh, <laughs> uh, Slick Rick had the had the suit on. Hey, man, you want to be big in this business? Dude, I don't Get ever. I don't ever suit. see. I happen to see uh, Rick the other day, and I I've never seen the guy in, in anything but a suit. Yep, 
he uh yeah he sells a lot of houses all right um anything else you guys want to plug anything uh no get a hold of us don't don't call the office if you want to talk to me call my uh call my <laughs> cell phone you got to be here a year before you're on the call Ross Ross yeah yeah <laughs> Right. Don't go to the website. It's hard to find me there. Don't call Ross, the office. Ross, is, Ross, Ross has yeah. got closings going on. I did. Had a closing yesterday. Got a closing yeah. coming up here in a couple weeks again. Uh, going to get a couple in November. December could be a, a real good month. I'm going to show some houses right now when we get done with this. I asked to, today, by the way, uh, and this would include John with one, and I don't know how many showings you have. Whip, or closings. Apparently, we, we have, uh, I think, 37 closings in November. Holy as, cow. As a small firm, which is uh, outstanding. So yeah, we have, what, How many people are working here? Ten? Uh, well, what do you mean by working here? Because uh, <laughs> Ben's, if you if there were thirty some, Ben's got like eleven. I mean, how many? How Benson many? And Nate are killing it. Right? How Nate, many really like active producers do we have? I can break it down like this: We've got myself, we got Ben's, we got Nate, we got Reed, we got Kim. Uh, those are upper echelon pros, mm-hmm. right? Then we got another level down below that one with people that are doing deals, but. Aren't aren't quite as aren't quite there yet, and then we got a rookie crop, which would be uh, John, two of Ross. Them. Ross is still kind of in that crop. Uh, Tay Tay over there, Taylor, uh, soon soon to be Terrell will be joining us. Um, so we can you know it's just like anywhere else. You get your top tier, you get your middle tier, you get your uh, up and comers. Here's the point though: all of you are loved, <laughs> and all of you and, and all of you will be successful. It just takes a little wow, bit of time in this feeling. business. So we will be uh, soon, s- soon we'll be 13 strong. Uh, but I showed you guys some, some stats the other day um, of where our firm kind of ranks amongst all the firms. And it's good. It is good. It's good. For a small firm, we're doing, uh, we're doing very well. The word is getting out. People are finally hearing about this Ross kid that we, that we brought on. <laughs> right. And uh, every time I talk to you, Ross, you say, ah, things are going. Things, Things are, are going. going. They are going, man. Moving. I'm pushing the train, getting it going, man. Things are going. So pulled a, pulled a sold sign out of a yard yesterday. I liked so your I, I liked your post, by the way. I was going to mention it, not to not to end on a downer, but it sounded like your mom was giving you a pep talk. That was nice. Something like yeah, that. Man. Don't know what that was yesterday. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird, man. It, and people that have been through this know it well, and I'm still very much just learning it. But it is so weird how those memories hit you in the weirdest times and. Uh, uh, yeah, it's odd, man. It's very strange how yeah. mom's memory is, is still very, very much prevalent. And, uh, let me, let me, I, I'm going to guess time. something and not to prove me right or wrong, but I'm just going to guess this because I think it would be something that I would do. I, I'm willing to bet that you'll never take your mother's phone number out of your phone. It'll, it'll be uh-huh. in there as, it'll be in there as mom. I couldn't imagine taking it out. I'll tell you that. Like yeah. I, I'd never even thought about that. Yeah. Part, to be honest with you, it's still in my favorites. I know, I know yeah. that without looking at it. Mom and dad's number is still saved as Dave and Gene. Yep. Uh, and yeah, so that, all that stuff will always be. It, I, went past, I had some friends who lost their mom a couple years ago, and she was a real special lady in, in my life also. Her name was Rhonda Von Onen, and one of the houses that I will be closing on at the end of the month here, or in December, I'm sorry, is in their neighborhood. I went over there today to pick up an abstract, put the sold sign in the yard and all that, and I drove past and I as I drove past I even said out loud oh Rhonda and Jim's house and mm-hmm. it, it takes a second to go no yep. Jim and Jim and somebody else's house you know so it's uh it, it's interesting it takes time and it'll it it's uh it's fun and awful all at the same time it's weird um all right so Ross says that we are going to have President uh Biden 
John, I think, also said President Biden, right? That's where you went with it? Yeah, John I think thinks it's, he wins it's, it's, it's going that direction. But, I mean, Nevada's too close to call. It's it's 11,000. Arizona's 69,000 right now, like I said. And it's I, it's trending towards Trump heavily right now, uh, just like Pennsylvania's trending heavily towards um, towards Biden. But, yeah. So let's say, hold on, let's say, what's what's Arizona, 11? Uh, 11, correct. Okay, so if Trump gets Arizona... And Nevada, let's say that's seventeen. That doesn't take the place of Pennsylvania. No, he he no no so, no. He has to have Pennsylvania. He has to have Georgia. Yeah. Period. And then and then help. He needs uh, probably Arizona. Needs as well. to hang on. So I mean, yeah, he, he the odds the odds are favoring the odds are favoring Biden for a reason. So the, uh, what's Pennsylvania? Just got? remember, everybody, if Biden wins or Trump wins, uh, here's my prediction: the world won't end. No, it'll and it'll, your life won't change all that much. It'll it'll keep going. I, I assume most people that are listening here are in Iowa. You're in Iowa. It's nice and safe. Well, and here's the thing. Like, so many people are stressing out about this stuff. Yeah. Why? Well, because, you, you know, yeah, here, here's, here's what's going to happen. You want my last prediction before we get out of here? You're focused on the here, wrong Here's the thing. prediction. Uh, somebody will be called president, and then for a few days, that might resonate with you, and you might feel bad about it, or you might feel great about it. And then what's going to happen is you're going to start doing your normal life Get up and, in you'll, the morning. and you'll stop thinking about work. who's in the White House each day. And that's the way that it works. Get up every morning. Go to work. Go to work. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Adios. Uh, if you need to buy or sell a house, we got lots of people here that can help you. Don't See call Bensie. He's too busy. <laughs> Another episode of Jump the Shark is in the books. Ross and I hope you had fun with us and we made your week a little better. If you love the show, you can help the show. Please subscribe to us wherever it is you listen to your podcast. You can also show some love by telling others about Charterhouse Real Estate. We have made it easy for you to talk about us by charging sellers a lot less commission. They will thank you for giving them our name. We truly appreciate your support, and we will talk to you next week.